Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson. Good to be back with you again after our little Thanksgiving break. Did you have a nice Thanksgiving, Steve? I did. All right. That's like a loaded question, though, right? Everybody yeah. always asks, hey, did you have a nice Thanksgiving? Yeah. And you could say, well, my car got wrecked and I did it and I had a fight with my wife. And no, no one's yeah. going to say that. Nobody's going to say that. Yeah. I might say that if that actually happened. But that's, yeah. you know, that's that's, yeah. I would. I just tell the truth. All right. So hey, uh, we're we're a company that uh, uh, we do lots of things. We do streaming video with streamingchurch.tv. We do mobile apps, churchapplive.com. We have myflock.com, which is uh, website templates and content management stuff. So we're always doing stuff, uh, primarily with churches and ministries. And uh, we do this podcast. We've been doing it for like twenty five years now, and uh, uh, we cover a lot of different things. Uh, from tech stuff, of course, to uh, even working with churches as far as volunteers and and stuff to help you as a volunteer or a pastor, uh, because we have tons and tons of experience. And speaking of experience, we have somebody today that has lots of experience in the tech field. His name is Paul Allen Clifford. Paul, how are you? I'm doing wonderfully. How are you guys? Good. I think you're... Uh, you're, you're becoming our number one guest on this uh, podcast now. We've had you on, what, four or five times now? Uh, at least three, maybe five. Yeah, something okay. in there. Somewhere <laughs> in that ballpark. We, no, normally when we have guests come on, they, they don't come back. Uh, we, we ask them to, but they ignore us. So thanks for coming back. <laughs> so if you don't That's know. That's not Paul, true. Got to know <laughs> Phil's. <laughs> If you, Steve is freaking out who people might believe that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Paul has been uh, Paul's been done doing tech stuff for probably almost 20 years now. He is your official title is you're a you're a church tech consultant. Is that what you're going by? Yeah. I mean, okay. it's my company. So, you know, it's whatever I want to call it. And I'm the call only yourself. employee. So I guess I'm also you, the bookkeeper and yeah. the, the chief cook bottle washer, all that. There you go. All right. Well, uh, Paul, you hail out of Lexicon, Kentucky. Am I correct on that again? Is my memory yeah. good? Yeah. Okay, good. And, and, and Paul has, uh, in case, I, I, let me get this stuff out in the front because I'll forget at the end of our podcast here. But uh, Paul, Paul's website is trinitydigitalmedia.com. And, and you can go there anytime, day or night, because, hey, it's the World Wide Web, right? And you can go there and you can, uh, there's all sorts of good stuff on there. And, and uh, uh, one of the things he's got going, and I saw this on your deal the other day, uh, you do different things, different days of the week. Uh, you do different subjects, right? You, you talk about, mm -hmm. you have different shows that are free. Uh, so if you're in the tech world, you might want to check this guy out. Uh, you, on Mondays, you do you do a thing called Tech Tech help for churches, right? Yeah. So uh, let me clarify a bit. So I've narrowed it a little bit from that. But if you want to listen to tech help for churches, it's still up. And I might come back to it uh, in 2020. Uh, 
the other shows you might see as well. I, I spend a lot of time, though, uh, doing the Thursday show, which is the Pro Presenter show. So okay. uh, a lot of good stuff there. And I always try and weave in uh, some live streaming whenever I can because I write for Church Production Magazine on the subject. Right. So that's right. another area of my expertise. Yeah. Yeah, so go to any of those publications and those fine publications, and you will uh, get content from Paul. All right, so uh, Steve, what are we going to talk to Paul about today? Um, well, we were going to talk about the Facebook group that he has dedicated to streaming churches or church streamers or that sort of thing, right? Is that what we're talking about? Mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's where we're going to go. So, Paul, you have a Facebook group. Uh, I'm sorry, Steve, I'm cutting you off, but. Uh, I'll just keep going anyhow. Uh, on Facebook, you have you have a deal called Church Live Streaming. So if somebody went to Facebook and they did a search for Church Live Streaming, that would be your Facebook group, right? Yep, absolutely. Facebook.com slash group slash Church Live Streaming. All okay. one word. So, so tell us a little bit about that group. What's so good about it and what do you do there? Well, so this is... I actually have a little bit of a back-end problem because it's such a good name that people that just want to watch live streams sometimes try and get there, but that's not what it's about whatsoever. It's all about helping those of us that deal with live streams to get help, help each other, answer questions, uh, get gear recommendations, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I can relate to that problem. Because we have streaming church and we get people that um, want to, they mistakenly want to go to us to go and view their church's website. I remember getting very involved with a conversation with a particular person and it was, I think it was either Saturday and they're starting to ask questions. And, and I said, well, it's, you know, I gave them our monthly rate and he's like, I got to pay that to watch my church online. And I'm like, oh boy, I got the wrong. You you called the wrong. He got all upset with me. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't have to pay anything to watch your church, but you called the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our company provides streaming video for churches. And yeah, he got confused. He was looking for his church. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, so you do this Facebook deal and you've been doing it for what? A couple of years now, right? Or, or long? Oh yeah. Yeah. At least. Um, yeah. More than that, probably. Good long time. Yeah. What's the most common question you get on that uh, with people asking you about streaming? Well, uh, probably the most common question is uh, whether they should live stream to Facebook mm -hmm. or YouTube or both. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm happy to dive into the, my opinions on the matter. Um, sure. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... In my research, it seems like Facebook counts anything that could possibly in any way be a view. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. the, like you haven't even scrolled it on the page, page and you're not looking at it. You scroll past it. That's a view. Yeah, you didn't or, intend to it. You don't have the sound on. Nothing. You may that's scroll to it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and they uh, so churches will a lot of times go well on Facebook, I've got 2,000 people that watch yeah. my service. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. You have two people that watched your service yeah. and 1,998 that scrolled past it and paid no attention whatsoever. Yeah. So um, 
don't, you know, make decisions based on that. Right. Uh, yeah. We run so, into that all the time. Yeah, we get we get that all the time because, you know, how come we only got ten people watching our stream on streamingchurch.tv? I have ten thousand. Well, maybe not ten thousand, but you know, I have a thousand people on Facebook. And I say the same thing you do. Yeah. Yeah. At, there are two other things that bug me about Facebook live streaming. Leave out the other things that bug me about Facebook. But uh, one of those is it seems like I don't have any hard numbers. It just seems to me that, you know, their motto, move fast and break things, seems to be doubly in effect on Sunday mornings. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, let's not mess up with the week. We could do Sundays. And, you know, that's probably fine for all their other people. But for churches, that's when we do our thing. So yeah. we, we can proudly claim or I can proudly claim that over the past year or so, we have been, what, 100 times more reliable than Facebook. <laughs> so we'll get, um, you know, we'll get customers calling. They're like, well, the I'm on my Facebook page and the, the thing is just spinning and it won't come back. And, you know, how can you fix this for me? And I'm like, well, we... We don't have much control over Facebook. And there's been, so we'll get a bunch of calls. And then certain people in certain parts of the country are able to, to stream, but others mm -hmm. aren't. Right. And I'm just, I just, I, I say, just wait a while. It'll probably come back. And, right. you know, and, it, you know, after the service or that afternoon, yeah, it's working fine. But I think you're right. I think, um, and I don't think they're the only ones. I think, I think Amazon chooses a, maintenance window of Sunday morning to um, to say, eh, let's roll out that big update on Sunday morning rather than Monday morning or, you know, Tuesday afternoon. Because, yeah, I've had uh, I've been awoken from sleep in the middle of the night with alarms going off and we were on a bunch of Amazon servers in the background and pulling me out of bed and like, it's just everything's just going crazy. But then all the alarms are going crazy, and uh, you find out that everything's still working. But anyway, I'm like, they must have rolled some patch out because it happened right on the hour, 4 a.m. So anyway, that's all right. So rate. yeah, we're getting we're digressing here. So all right, so Paul, you basically tell people offhand, okay, uh, should I stream to Facebook? Should I stream to YouTube? And you give them the fact that the numbers are embellished usually, and yeah. I mean, neither of those two solutions are perfect or even all that great. Um, so I'm not saying this to pat you guys on the back, but a service like streaming uh, church or another service, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's superior first off because you have to be good because that's how you make your money. If, you guys were as bad as Facebook and YouTube are with live streaming, you would be out of business. Mm -hmm. They have other stuff that they do, and it's like they just added this in. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that I think. Um, YouTube has a problem with copyright that um, they assume that mm -hmm. you're breaking copyright mm -hmm. even when you have appropriate licenses. Yep. Uh, you could have specific written permission from the original artist, the record company and their grandma. And they 
like there's no person to tell. You know, it's all right. automated. So he just says, "Yep, you're down." Yeah, you're violated. I'm like, but I, but 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 I have the license. It's right here. Yep. yep. We don't care. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. I I used to have a song that I played uh, from a Christian group called Fireflight as part of one of my shows. And I played that song for years and years because I found them before they signed the record contract. So they were a little indie, no one knew them group. I liked their music. I said, hey, can I use this? They said, sure, please mention us as much as possible. And then like six months later, they signed a record contract. And the record company apparently didn't go through their email or whatever because they thought that I was pirating. But I had an email that said, no, no, this is okay. This predates the record contract, all that stuff. And then uh, one day on YouTube, all of a sudden, oh, and I said, oh, I've got specific written permission from the original artist that predates the record contract. Nothing would not listen to me even a little bit because there was no person. They're just, you know, it was a bot going through. Yeah, we yeah. published an article recently, Phil, right along these lines about um, why, and you've hit on a couple of the topics. I can't remember what all the other ones were, but, you know, copyright was definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. And the lack of support, meaning there's nobody to call, um, you know, the thing's not working or, you know, they took you down. It's there's nobody to email. There's nobody to call. There is no support. You're just kind of like, well, you're done. Yep, yep, that's the problem with that. All right, so so you get people asking a lot for Facebook and YouTube. Uh, what's another typical uh, question people ask? I mean, we get people asking about cameras and and all sorts of stuff. I mean, what about you? What about on your Facebook post? Your Facebook. Group? Well, I also get a lot of internet questions, mm-hmm. and one of the easiest ones and. I understand when you're first starting out, you don't think these thoughts. You just know you're paying for 100 megabits per second. And so you think, well, I looked on the charts, and that's plenty. I don't have to worry about anything. And then you realize, no, no, that's down. And when you're live streaming, you're sending it out. You're sending up to the Internet. Mm -hmm. And it's almost never the same, and usually a fraction of it. And then, you know, you get a bunch of teens doing stuff on Snapchat and Mm -hmm. a few other things. And all of a sudden your 10 megabits, which would have been fine, is now a lot less and Mm -hmm. you have problems. So that's also a a big thing that I run into. Yeah, that's also really common with us because we'll they'll say, well, my stream is buffering and it's starting to skip. So I'm contacting you guys. You got problem on your server or whatever. And we'll say, well, the first thing you need to check is your speed. Oh, my speed is fine. I pay for, you know, I have 50 megabits per second up or whatever it is. And I'm like, well, you know, entertain me here. You know, humor me. Let's let's run a test. And they're like, wow, I've got 1.2 megabits up. And I go, that's the reason you're not able to stream at 2 megabits per second. And, well, why, you know. So even though they say, you know, a lot of people, they'll just, they look at what the offering is and, you know, it's the 50 meg down and the 10 meg up package. So when I, when I sign up for it, that's what I got. And they never really check it. And, and as you mentioned, it gets much worse when you add a couple hundred people into the building Mm -hmm. carrying phones and you've got an open Wi-Fi and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
So internet is another issue. Uh, I run across this, and I wonder if you do too. I, I have people that will call us a lot of times, and their configuration for what they want to stream is really, at least to me, it seems really complicated. I mean, they're going through like three different switchers and out the back door and around the back of the church and coming back in. And I mean, do you get stuff like that? And 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 how much can you help somebody <laughs> when, it, when we're talking, you know, Facebook questions? I mean, uh, I tend to get these complicated things from time to time. Yeah, maybe it's just because my audience is less, they don't pay for it, you know, and again, back to the YouTube or Facebook, they don't even consider paying for someone. Why would you ever, right. if I had a dollar for every time someone said, why would you ever pay for this when you can get it for free? Uh, because <laughs> you get support. That's big. Um, so that's part of it. And so I, a lot of times get kind of the opposite end of the spectrum question, which is, I'm using my phone. Why is it so bad? <laughs> well, your phone can be awesome in the right circumstances, but churches do their best to make it not the right circumstances. So you can't put your phone like in the aisle halfway up where you could get a good shot. No, no, you got to have that in the back of the room, preferably in the tech booth preferably somewhere where people are walking in front of it a lot, it seems like. <laughs> um, and a lot of times people won't bother putting it on a tripod, and so they're asking why mm -hmm. it's all shaky. Right. And they won't even get audio from the audio board and put it in, so they're asking why the audio is so bad. And even if they do, they haven't mixed a special mix for it, so they're like, it sounds good in person. Why does it sound like right. crud? Yeah, yeah. You know, so people coughing and whispering in the background, or not even whispering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, there's live and you know, go go coder. I think uh, is is one that you know uh, we've used because we've had people do that. You know, but I, it's like we we really discourage people from from doing that on their phone. You know, because of those reasons you just stated. Right. Uh, there's a product that I've been testing i knew about it a few years ago and it's only gotten better it's actually from my home state here uh the largest city in kentucky is louisville right. uh, which is where i'm from that's why i pronounce it that way and uh they have there's a company there called switcher and they make yes. an iphone app called switcher studio which enables you to uh over wi-fi connect multiple phones switch with mm -hmm and right. uh, iPad. And I've been pleasantly surprised with that. Of course, in my testing, I'm not doing it on Sunday morning with a lot of people. I'm doing it here, usually when the kids aren't here. So that might, uh, your mileage may vary based on your Wi-Fi environment and such. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So are you, I mean, with this Facebook group, is this, I mean, you're the founder of this group? Is that the, yeah. So, um, are you the the moderator, the keeper, the curator um, as well? Um, yeah. As far as managing how people participate and and you'll get the discussions going. What, what's that look like? Yeah. So, so I'm I started it. So I guess I'm the owner, even though it's you know I'm digital sharecropping. It's 
It's on Facebook mm -hmm. server. So at any moment they could decide they hate me for mm -hmm. reasons that may or may not be true. But it is the case that uh, I'm kind of in charge of it. And I have a team of people that um, it's not a large team. It's two or three people that also help moderate it. Um, so I've got some questions when people join. The first question is, okay, this is to help people learn how to do live streaming, not to watch church streams. Type yes if you agree to that and no <laughs> if you made a mistake. <laughs> and then the next question is, well, it is called church live streaming. So why don't you give me the name of your church? That tends to filter out some spammers and scammers and other people. And so, so, so they've got to apply to be a part of the group. So, yeah, but to be I mean, the application or... process is, did you answer yes? And did you put a name of a church? Uh -huh. You're in. You know? <laughs> but right. before I put the yes, no question, I had people putting in the name of their church. And like, I'm sure that Lakewood Church has a pretty good tech staff, but I really <laughs> doubt that I had 20 of them as part of my group of 1,500 people. I <laughs> I just don't think so. I think it was They're people that thought church. that somehow they could watch it. <laughs> yeah. That's Joel. Is that Joel? Joel Olstein's church? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a good friend of ours. Yeah. yeah Actually, I mean, we had... Didn't we have his tech got guy a pretty on? good staff, but... Yeah. We had his tech guy on one time, didn't we, Steve? I think we, we did. Yeah. He never came back. But anyhow... Uh, all right. So you're... You didn't invite him back. <laughs> so I didn't like him. No, I, he was fine. He was a good guy. Uh, all right. So so I got off track here. We're just way off track here. So so you manage this group and, and you're going through the process mm -hmm. of how people can get in it. And do you ever have to kick people out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, what, first, I don't want denominational squabbles. I, I have this theory that we're all wrong about something theologically, mm -hmm. and we'll let Jesus sort that out. Um, so I don't want people, you know, arguing about Calvinism. You know, we're talking about the tech. So let's move that aside. And... But the rule that people most often violate is they post their own live streams. And uh -huh. that's not what the group is for. It's not to get group to get views because we all have our own live streams. So if we all posted our own live streams, when you have a question, I couldn't find it. So I've had people get so mad. Oh, what kind of church Christian blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I just want to be a help. And I don't think that us showing up in your newsfeed with the first church of Hackensack over and over again because the tech guy there wants to justify live streaming is a good use of this group. Mm -hmm. Go somewhere else. I'm sure there are places for that. But, you know, really gets on my nerves. I've, I've also got a just a video in general group. Same thing. Please, you know, if you're saying, hey, I've got this problem, listen to this live stream because the audio sucks. Okay, we can talk, we can try and troubleshoot, etc. But if it's, 
this is why you're wrong theologically. Here, watch this from our evangelist who's sweaty and uh, wears a white suit and is stereotypical. Then there's like three things that are wrong with that. And so we're just not going to go there. Yeah, we've we've got we post um, we've got an archive on our YouTube channel of uh, ministries messages. And there's one that was posted years ago on a somewhat controversial topic and every week i get tirades of people just going back and forth in the comments and they're writing they're not just writing you know a sentence or two they're they write a full dissertation and then two days later somebody else writes a full you know four page dissertation on why no uh, option A is the correct way, and not option B is the truth. And so, yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of interesting. So. Yes, yeah, good old social media. So, uh, so if I were to go in and say, "Hey, you guys should use streamingchurch.tv," so you would you would not allow that, right, Paul? Yeah, um, I mean, it's my group, so I advertise. But in general, <laughs> I don't want the fight of uh, different. Uh, live streaming hosts. Sure. You know, uh, there are people from Boxcast there as well. And I, mm-hmm. I, I don't want it to be like a, okay, here's my perfect target audience. Let me yeah. advertise to them and provide no value whatsoever. I don't want to do that uh, for anyone, including myself. Um, and I, that's part of why I, um, uh, I try and police that as well is just to, you know, if there's a question you provide an answer, I think that that is a good way for people to go, wait, and they're from streaming church. I ought to look them up, you know, and I think that that probably will get you some customers and uh, same for any of the other companies that want to do that. If you want to be helpful, then people want to, help back so so these are people posting questions and looking for feedback we'll Mm -hmm. put you on the spot here has there been any kind of thing that you like wow that was really creative how that answer came about or that was really uh, an innovative approach to something have you do you have any examples of anything like that that's gone on or well yeah um this is kind of a combination because um you guys are probably aware that when you're doing a lower third or a, a graphic on top of something, the easiest way to key that out is with either Luma key or Chroma key, you know, either removing all the dark or removing a specific color. But when you do that, sometimes you lose contrast between the background, especially if you're putting up words that are white and uh, of course your worship pastor happens to wear a white t-shirt that day. You know, that's just how it happens. So uh, one of the moderators actually, uh, Tim Adams, um, he used this trick with ProPresenter to get what I call a fake alpha channel. And so an alpha channel sends when it's hardware, it sends two different video signals. It sends the main signal, which is just usually like white text with a black background. 
but it also sends another uh, video signal that's grayscale. And the switcher takes those two and it combines them. I kind of think of it like a mask in Photoshop. And it says, okay, if it's black, that's transparent. If it's white, that's opaque. If it's gray, it's a layer, different types of translucency. So what he did was he used ProPresenter's multi-screen module and then a Matrox dual head to go to basically put in two different templates, one that was the foreground and one that was the, the key and send those into the switcher. And it turns out that that is like a $200 process versus a $2,000 process by using all the ProPresenter stuff and the appropriate hardware from Blackmagic and all that fun jazz. Wow. I have no idea what you said, but it sounded great. <laughs> uh, so, well, I did sort of, yeah. I, okay. So, look, we're out of time. We uh, <clears throat> we spent a lot of time trashing Facebook, but, hey, why not? Uh, so, look, we're out of time, but I do want to plug what Paul's deal here. I put my glasses on so I could read it. You, you really should go to trinitydigitalmedia.com. And you really should check out his, his website. And, and as we were saying at the beginning of the podcast, he has lots of help videos and help stuff going on. A lot of it's live. Some of it's pre-recorded. But, and, and as he mentioned earlier, uh, ProPresenter, which is a, uh, a program software you can put on computers, the presentation software for your church. Mm -hmm. My church uses it. Uh, it doesn't work well with Windows for me. Uh, of course, it's an Apple product, right? So... Uh, uh, I will, I will say what I heard someone who would know say, Christmas is coming. Okay. So I should ask for, should I ask for an Apple computer? Is that what you're saying? Mm -mm. No, you're, uh, I, I'm saying to, just wait. Just wait. So they're gonna they're gonna update or something. All right. So anyhow, again, we're off track here. But ProPresenter, if you, if you really want to know something about ProPresenter and use it to its fullest, this is the guy. Paul Allen Clifford can really help you with that, as well as a lot of these other things. And we've we've actually asked him for help on things too over the years. So so he's the guy. And people can I, I, we could do emails and stuff, but just TrinityDigitalMedia.com, right? That's the best way to get a hold of you. Yep. Or Google Paul Allen Clifford. And and you'll you'll show up because he's the guy with three names, Paul Allen Clifford. So right, right, and it shows up. It's on Google. So all right, good. So look, we're out of time, uh, but I, I we re really do appreciate you, Paul, and uh, thanks for coming back on again. Thank you so oh, much. Oh no problem. I I enjoyed it as always. Yeah, it's good. All right, all right, Steve. We're out of time. So sorry we had to cut you off, but um, we'll we'll let you go talk next time. All right. So he is Steve Lacey. My co-host, you've been speaking with Paul Allen Clifford, and I'm Phil Thompson. And again, folks, we really do appreciate your time. We hope that you've enjoyed this. And uh, we'll catch you again next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.